0: George V had these framed words hanging on the wall of his library in Buckingham Palace. Teach me neither to cry for the moon nor over spilled milk. The same thought is expressed by Schopenhauer in this way. A good supply of resignation is of the first importance in providing for the journey of life. Obviously, circumstances alone do not make us happy or unhappy. It is the way we react to circumstances that determines our feelings. Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven is within you. That is where the kingdom of hell is, too. We can all endure disaster and tragedy and triumph over them if we have to. We may not think we can, but we have surprisingly strong inner resources that will see us through if we will only make use of them. We are stronger than we think. The late Booth Tarkington always said, I could take anything that life could force upon me except one thing, blindness. I could never endure that. Then one day, when he was along in his sixties, Tarkington glanced down at the carpet on the floor. The colors were blurred. He couldn't see the pattern. He went to a specialist. He learned the tragic truth. He was losing his sight. One eye was nearly blind, the other would follow that which he feared most had come upon him. And how did Tarkington react to this worst of all disasters? Did he feel, this is it, this is the end of my life? No. To his amazement, he felt quite gay. He even galled upon his humor floating specks annoyed him they would swim across his eyes and cut off his vision yet when the largest of these specks would swim across his side he would say hello there's grandfather again wonder where he's going on this fine morning how could fate ever conquer a spirit like that the answer is it couldn't when total darkness closed in Tarkington said I found I could take the loss of my eyesight, just as a man I can take anything else. If I lost all five of my senses, I know I could live on inside my mind. For it is in the mind we see, and in the mind we live, whether we know it or not. In the hope of restoring his eyesight, Tarkington had to go through more than 12 operations within one year. With local anesthetic, did he reel against this? He knew it had to be done, he knew he couldn't escape it, so the only way to lessen his suffering was to take it with grace. He refused a private room at the hospital and went into a ward where he could be with other people who had troubles too. He tried to cheer them up, and when he had to submit to repeated operations, fully conscious of what was being done to his eyes, he tried to remember how fortunate he was. How wonderful, he said. How wonderful that science now has the skill to operate in anything so delicate as the human eye. The average man would have been nervous wreck if he had had to endure more than twelve operations in blindness. Yet, Tarkington said, I would not exchange this experience for a happier one. It taught him acceptance. It taught him that nothing life could bring him was beyond his strength to endure. It taught him, as John Milton discovered, that it is not miserable to be blind, it is only miserable not to be able to endure blindness. Margaret Fuller, the famous New England feminist, once offered as her credo, I accept universe. When Groucho Thomas Carlyle heard that in England, he snorted, By Gad, she'd better. Yes, and by Gad, You and I had better accept the inevitable too. If we rail and kick against it and grow bitter, we won't change the inevitable, but we will change ourselves. I know. I have tried it.